Hi, and welcome to Tuesday Night Chats with Dr. B. Baker and the Tell It Like It Is program. Father, I thank you for these couple of days. I thank you and I praise you that we celebrate your birth, your conception, and all of these great things. We know that it's not your birth. You know, I, I received a call from an apostle, and I want to start out with his prophetic word. First thing he was saying, spiritual war, warfare in the third heaven. The understanding of spiritual warfare is shifting. We need warfare breakthrough. Have a breakthrough, a breakthrough, a breakthrough to decreeing and establishing breakthrough. How do you um, how do you decree and establish? You know, the word of God says that in the book of Job that we shall decree a thing and it shall be established. So what we're going to have to start to do <clears throat> is to take the word of God and really start to believe the word of God. It is what it says it is. God says that you shall decree a thing. You know, I was listening to uh, a tape or a study, and one of the things that it said was this, that many times what we do is that we start to decree, we start to speak, we start to claim, we start to walk in these things, but we don't have enough word down on the inside of us. We want revelation, we want heavy revelation, we want all of these different kinds of things, and uh, But the problem is, is that we don't have the word established on the inside of us so that we don't have God's faith working in us in order for us to be able to do what it is that he, that he wants to do in and through us. Understand that we're moving from, or we have moved from, having our way. You know, even in the scriptures when it says to delight yourself in the Lord and then he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, that word delight means to come into agreement with him uh, to as I delight myself in the Lord. That means that I step into him and his ways and whatever it is that he wants. I am delighted in that, okay? I am delighted in what his word says. I'm delighted in his timing. I'm delighted in going through whatever it is that I go through. Why is that? Because I'm delighting in him. You know, the word of God says, in Christ, our righteousness is in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness in of God in Christ Jesus. I am not righteous because of anything that I've done. I'm righteous because I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so what I do is I depend upon him. I depend upon his word. And it's time that we start to take it and start to realize that it's time to grow up. It is not any longer, this is what I want, God, this is what I want you to do, this is how I want you to do it, this is what it is that I need from you, and all of these things. What it is is this, is that it's time for us to start to recognize the fact that what we need is in him. What we need is to believe his word. What we need is to cooperate with the word.
when we start to do that, when we start to, to uh, do what he says, to recognize the fact that my life is not my own, that I have truly once and for all been bought, been purchased with a price, and that price was the, is the blood of Jesus. You know, we look at the sufferings that Jesus went through. We look at the things that we go through, and we think of that we're suffering. We had a, a, a Zoom call tonight uh, that I just got out of, and one of the things that they were discussing was James 1. And as we go through all of these trials, how do we count patience? How do we walk in patience? Patience means this. I embrace whatever it is that I'm going through. You see, as long as I'm fighting it, I will never be able to win. Because what's happening, as Paul says, I'm, 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 uh, I'm battling at the wind. I'm battling at, at the air. When I embrace something, I recognize this is a situation that I am empowered in order to accomplish, in order to go through. I have been built. What's on the inside of me, the kingdom of God, which is the word of God, which is the will of God, which is the ways of God, which is the ideas of God, which is the heart of God, uh, the kingdom of God in me is greater than the situation that I'm going through. The, uh, uh, the one that's on the inside of me, he has already conquered it, so all I have to do is to walk through it. All I have to do is to keep depending upon him. If I don't know the word of God, though, what's going to happen is I'm going to look at the situation and then I'm going to be led by my feelings and by my emotions because my heart is going to start to go bump, 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 bump. Fear is going to hit my head. Uh, uh, depression, oppression, all of these different kinds of things are going to start to hit. And what I'm going to do, if I'm not filled with the Word of God on a daily basis, basis uh, uh, moment by moment, second by second, it's not like I can go and study the Word of God in the morning and think it's going to last me all day. Where we are, baby, that ain't going to work. Yeah, you're going to have to morning, noon, and night. It's like they, they went to prayer five times a day, well, three to five times a day. They went at all the different hours, okay? We're going to have to start to do that. You're going to have to fill yourself with the Word of God in the morning. And by mid-morning, you're going to have to fill yourself again. By afternoon, when all of those different things are hitting you, you're going to have to fill yourself again. You're going to have to fill yourself when you get off. You're going to have to fill yourself before you go to sleep at night. And then if you get waking up in the middle of the night, you're going to have to know that you're going to be able to do that. Sometimes people lay awake and they pray all night long, but all during the day they're doing whatever it is that they're doing. So they, they have actually not done what needed to be done. And how do I fill myself with the Word of God? I fill myself with the Word of God in praise. My tongues are praised. My words are praised. Speaking the Word of God is praise. I take the Word of God and I turn it into a praise. I thank you. God, I thank you. I thank you that you have opened this door for me. I thank you that you have done this. I thank you that you have done this. Not that you are going to. Take God. I know that you're going to take care of the situation. Get that out of your prayer language. Get that out of your prayer. Because if you do, you are never going to receive what it is that God has for you. He said, I have already healed you. I have already supplied. I have already done it. 
There is nothing that's left in the world for God to do, but we have to walk into it. We have to believe. We have to agree. This is why I said when we remember that he did not say, I am buying you with a price, okay? You've already been bought. It's already been paid for. Everything that we will ever go through has already been paid for. The battle has already been won. So our warfare is not the same as it used to be. In ignorance, we did that. In ignorance, when we were walking that ignorance, but the way that things are and where it is, this is the time for the kingdom of God to come forth in its power, the kingdom of God to come forth in its strength, the kingdom of God to come forth. And we don't have to pray and ask God for power. When everything is in place, the power, it, it starts to manifest. When things are in order, there is nothing that's between us and it that will keep it from, man, from, from manifesting. You know, one of the things that we have to remember in the body of Christ is how to work together as long as we're trying to do things independent of each other. What's happening is that we're living and we're walking and we're moving in a realm of pride. If I put my ministry, if I put, oh, well, we're doing more than enough ministries is doing this. Astounding love of God's global church fellowship is doing this. No, it's the body. It's the body. I work very closely with a number of different apostles. But it's not just us. It's the whole five-fold ministry. It's trying to, it, <clears throat> what it's saying is the body at large, the ones that believe that, that Jesus is uh, uh, the king, that we do, we do live in a kingdom, the ones that believe, the ones that believe the kingdom of God is here, that the kingdom of God is to be manifested, that the kingdom of God is what we, is what we obey. Those are the ones that I'm working with right now. And when people see the kingdom, when they see the unity of the kingdom, it's not, without unity there is no kingdom. Without unity there is no church. Without unity, without us realizing that I need you, all five fingers are necessary. I saw, I saw, I saw a. Uh, is there a piercing something noise? Okay. Uh, I saw today uh, an example of something. Here's the fivefold ministry. If I take this, this finger and I try to get rid of this and, and work only with these four, like the apostle, prophet, evangelist, and pastor, then I'm missing a part. I, can't, I need the teacher. If I take the, the teacher and the pastor out of the way, then I, I, uh, nothing is going to work. If I take the pastor and the apostle and, and, and uh, the, um, uh, the prophet, it's not going to work. I'm not going to be able to do what needs to be done. We need all five. And the thing of it is, is this, the apostolic is the only one that covers all five of them. And this is the way that God has made it. God has designed this this way. God has said his ministry, his work is an apostolic ministry, which means our apostle, our high priest, Jesus, the apostle of our confession. Do you notice that he says, he is the apostle of what we speak of our confession, and the only thing that he's waiting for us to speak is his word. Okay, we're moving from the warfare breakthrough to a decreeing and establishing breakthrough. 
This will occur with a deeper revelation of who and where we are, rather than fighting into the second heaven from being under, we will rule and reign from the third heaven being over. Okay. We're not seated in the second heaven. This is where we've been fighting with the principalities, the rulers, and uh, the bad backs, and the COVID, and, and all of these things. And we've been fighting with our emotions and our finances and, and our ch for our children and for all of these things. God is saying that now, here's the time to sit in our seat, to fight from the third heaven, <clears throat> and to recognize that it's already done, and to start decreeing and establishing of decreeing what heaven is saying. And we cannot say, Pastor Lanzine teaches this all the time, we cannot say anything other than what the kingdom of God, what the king is saying. If the king didn't say it, I'm not going to say it. If the king didn't decree it, I can't decree it. Because, you see, I must agree. I must agree in heaven. He says, whatever you allow from earth, Heaven has already established it. So I have to sit, realize that I'm sitting in heaven, I'm sitting in the third heaven, and dangling my feet over the works of the devil. So when I speak, I am speaking over that. And I am speaking to my body here in the earth and say, you cooperate with this. Now you speak this from earth because it must be spoken from earth so that heaven can let go of it. And until we start to do that, we can't speak it. You know, I, I know that there's people that say, oh, oh, my God, they make these great big oaths, and they, we speak all of this stuff and whatever it is, and then we get in our house or we get a pain or we get with our friends or we get whatever, and we just be complaining. No faith. No power. Liar. Liar. Faker. And it's time for us to stop. This is the reason, because things are not in order. If we're not following the pattern in which God in which God set up in the book of Genesis, He talked about the pattern in the book of uh, in in the, in the uh, first five books of Moses: Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, which is which is the Torah. Okay, uh, the Tanakh, the whole Tanakh, the, it's the Torah, the Nevaim, and the Keflaim. Here it is, we're talking about the prophets. We're talking about all of these things that he has set in order. But he set an order. He told Moses, he says, be careful and you build this thing according to the pattern. God always has a pattern. If we don't follow his pattern, then we, uh, we have totally messed up. We have totally decided that I am not going to do what needs to be done. Every situation, every buffet that we get is to find out, am I going to follow the pattern? Am I going to do things the way God says to do them? Or am I going to try and find a shortcut? There are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. Either I agree with what it is that heaven has said, what the kingdom of God has said, and I do it his way, my opinion means absolutely nothing. Yours means less. Okay? Uh, why, why do I say that? Just because I can. You know, no, ours is equal. They mean nothing unless they agree with what God has said. 
my opinion, means lesser than less. My, my, my tantrums, you know, my tears, my pouting, my saying, God, why don't you change the situation? It ain't doing nothing except digging me deeper and deeper and deeper. I had a client today, and she was talking about the fact, well, doesn't God care that I'm crying? I said, no, <laughs> no. Those are tears of, of, of doubt, unbelief. What are you crying for? Because this is so hard. This is so difficult. This is so miserable. Well, join the club. I wake up every morning. I mean, with the attacks of trying to come that way towards me. But I have to decide, am I going to believe the word of God or am I going to believe my feelings? This ain't nothing new. This is absolutely nothing new. You know, I mean, Job has become one of my heroes. Job had all this stuff attacked at him. God called him. I heard Apostle Cal talk about this. Uh, God called him perfect. He, uh, uh, here it was. Satan was walking around. The devil was walking around. And he says, uh, and then he came up to God. And he says, where you been? All oh, throughout all the world looking around. Stuff. You know, he says, have you considered my, my servant Job? He said, they don't sense in me considering him because you have a hedge around him. You have a hedge around him. He said, Job is perfect in all of his ways. Now, just listen to that. God said Job is perfect in all of his ways. Okay? It's not Job went through this because he said, I mean, I've preached this before, preached it wrong. Because it's not that Job went through the suffering that he went through because this is what he thought and this is what he said. Job was perfect in all of his ways. God said he was perfect in all of his ways. Okay? The ways that matter, Job was perfect in it. Okay? So, Job, Job you mean to say because Job was worried about something, because Job did something, God was going to remove the head? No. God removed the head to prove uh, uh, to prove. Uh, to allow Job to be proven, and Job was proven through all of his trials. He did not doubt God through all of his trials. He couldn't understand what was going on with him, but through all of his stuff, he did not. He did not neglect God. Through all of his stuff, he would quote the word of God. Through all of his stuff, he talked about how God was. Through all of his stuff, he praised God. Through all of his stuff. And then God says, okay, enough is enough. And what happened, all his friends, his so-called friends that was after him, God used Job. Job had to, Job had to, to bless his friends. God, Job had to pray for his friends. All of them people that's that's criticizing, all of those people that know so much, all of those what? Oh, opinions meant absolutely nothing to God. So what 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 is being said is this: all of those things Job went through, and what happened was this: Job stuck to what he knew. He believed God. See, that's the difference between Job and many of us. We don't know God like we should know God. Oh, me and God is cool. Me and God got leading the God got to understand it. You ain't got to understand it with God unless you obey his word. He ain't going to make no private. He says none of his word is of any private interpretation. 
oh, well, God doesn't really care that I do this. You may not be able to do this, but God doesn't care. God doesn't care if I disobey his word. It's all right with him. But me and God got an understanding, okay? Uh, liar, deceived, you're deceived. Okay, uh, I understand that we wrestled out with flesh and blood, Ephesians 6, 12, and that even Jesus experienced personal warfare when he was tempted by the devil and overcame by the spoken word of God. This warfare will not be fought to obtain victory, but will be fought from a place of victory. Okay. Uh, he said this, you are already victorious. So why are we fighting to be victorious? He says, I've already fought the battle. I've already won. Step into your place and receive what it is that I have given you. The moment that we start to step into our place, but we cannot do it individually. What it is is a corporate place that we step into. You know, in, in, in congregations, I don't call them churches, but in congregations, what happens is a lot of people like to do, oh, I'm the boss of this. I'm taking over this. I do this. I do this. I do this. No, no, no. I don't need any help. No, I don't need any help. Well, all of this stuff is going to get, you see, you will not. Here's a great surprise. You want to hear a surprise? Okay. That's going to be burned up. It will not make it. Uh, uh, into its purity. Why is that? Because you did it. You did it by yourself. See, he says, in the end, all of our works are going to be judged. And only those that were done out of the purity of who it is and the purity of the pattern of God, the purity of the pattern of God, only those will last. Only <clears throat> only those things will count. Why is it that he wants us to do things together so that iron can sharpen iron? So that you can run into problems? So that the people can 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 get on your last nerve that you thought was your last nerve. And when that one is killed, then you'll find another nerve that somebody else can get on to find out uh, where your uh, where your maturity level is, where your ability is to work with people, where your ability of forgiveness is, where your love level is, all of that. You know, well, I'm just over this. These people are just mean. No. And if they are, you run into them. Evidently, you need to put some love in them because you got so much, because you're able to judge that they're mean and you're not. You see, all, all of these things are necessary, and as we grow into the knowledge of who God is, as we grow into the knowledge of him, he says that we are to daily pick up our cross and follow him. Uh, 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 what, what does that mean? Did he, when he was reviled, did he revile back? No. Was the people nice to him? Was they sweet to him? No. But you know what? He did not say, I'm not going to die for you. I'm not dying for you. I'm going to die for all of these other people, but I'm not dying for you because you just one, you just one piece of mean stuff. No, it did not matter. 
did give it not. That's what it means that he took up that cross to follow him. And this is our time in this text and order for us to walk in this. Because if we're not walking like him, then we are not reflecting who he is. Uh, all of your hurts. I was <laughs> one of the, the uh, ministers on our call today. He said, you know, many of us have been hurt. And because we've been hurt this, and he was, he was talking about some of the things. And uh, we were talking about patience and letting patience have her perfect work so that we can be mature, so that we can be complete, so that we can be whole. If patience is not having this perfect work, then you're not whole. Then you're fragmented. You've got some holes in you, but you're not whole as God wants you to be whole. So, you know, as he was talking about that, I said, you know, one of the things of it is is that we need to stop this. There is not one person in this earth from birth that is not hurting. Babies come out crying because they've been hurt. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a hurt story. Everybody has an abuse story. Everybody has a misuse story. Everybody has one of those. But it does, it, whatever it is, whatever it is and however it is, that it was assigned at you, the thing of it is, is this, is that you have on the inside of you the ability to overcome it. You have what is in you. You have what is in you to be able to do what needs to be done. Because the Bible says this, that there is no situation, no temptation that has come unto you but what is common to man. But God is faithful. God is fruitful. God has said, I have done everything that needed to be done. So now the fruit can come out of you, and fruit is something that grows. So Hey, Dr. Baker, you're talking this all the time. You're saying the same thing. Well, if you would get it, then I could go on to something deeper. I could go on to something greater. I could go on to something. If you would start to act, if the people of God would start to act like God uh, 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 and his love and how it is that he is, then we could get over this. We wouldn't have to start to talk. We wouldn't have to talk about the same thing over and over and over. What? Number one, number two, number three, all the way up to number ten. What am I doing? I'm working on your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what I'm doing is I'm feeding you and I'm feeding you so that faith can come. Okay? Are there any questions on what I've just talked about so far? Hello? Are there any questions? Okay. So we don't have any questions on that. Okay. Yeah, messed up connection. Okay, women, listen up. I have a word of the Lord that, that 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 came. This is really powerful, okay? It says, A prophetic word to my daughters. And the Lord would say actually the Lord did say, but he said the Lord would say, Many of you, dear daughters of the king, have had great gains and losses of all types of things, great victories and failures. And you did all that you could. Isn't it wonderful to know all work? Uh, uh, isn't it to, wonderful to know uh, that it all works for for good? For even death, it has no sting. Old dreams resurrected, good tidings we bring. Today is the day. Now is the hour. 
I am about to, I, I am throwing my girls a great big shower. Showers of blessings, showers of love. I'm opening the windows of heaven above. I'm sending you messengers. Mine bring good news. I'm releasing an army. You have paid your dues. <laughs> Get up. Get up from under that tree. Will you do it for me? I'm releasing an army of women. Do you hear me again? Get up. Get up. Rise as fast and ru uh, run as fast as you can. Signs and wonders and miracles galore. You have not because you have not asked. Ask me for more. Provision, provision. Did I not promise? Look up, my bride. Look up, I say, for I'm opening doors and I'm making it away. The kingdom of God has all that you need. Remember way back when you planted that seed? It's harvest, it's harvest, it's harvest time now. I'm speaking to women, and men will say, wow. <laughs> Look at her. There she goes with bling and glitter and all those bows. Secret agents, I call you as you rise and shine, a beautiful army, and you're all mine. You are my beloved, and I am yours. Dear daughters of the king, I am opening the doors. Now run the race and do not stop. Run to the mountain of God all the way to the top. Will you run with good tidings? That was the question. This is an apostle that said he released that in, his, in, in the, the congregation on Sunday, and he called me and he says, oh, I have to give you this word. All these other people are on Facebook, but you're not on Facebook. And I said, yeah, they told me I'm on Facebook. So I befriended him or whatever it is you do. You know, did a request or something. But it really don't matter because I don't look at anything on Facebook. So I guess you have to really be active on it. But what it is is this, you know. I, I believe that what is happening right now is this. That there are things and there are, are, are people in female houses and apostles and prophets and evangelists, pastors and teachers that are in female houses that God is saying, I'm bringing you forth because I can trust you. In that, in that realm of trust, I want you to be able to release things, okay? I want you to be able to release things. I believe because women like buying and shopping and things like that, most women do. I, I, don't, I don't like uh, shopping. I like buying. I don't like shopping. But one of the things of it is is that I know that God will be able to say to women, buy that plane and, and make it available to all of these people. Do this and make this available. Do this as a group. All of these things, I believe that this is a time that women are going to come together as never before. You know, they talk about women don't, women don't get along with women. Women is this and women is this. And I used to say that too. I used to say that foolishly. But I'm finding out that I have more powerful, more uh, more uh, more women in my life that uh, I'm able to mother, and I'm talking about apostles, and I'm talking about prophets, and I'm talking about those. But we come together as one. Uh, my 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 very best friend. Uh, actually, I don't have a whole lot of them, but 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 uh, uh, anyway, somebody that I've had in my life for 40 years or whatever it is, Dorothy. Dorothy and I have gone through a lot. We've gone through hell. We've gone through not talking to each other. We've gone through 
uh, arguments. We've gone through hugging. We've gone through crying. We've gone through uh, uh, different things of deaths of different people in our lives. But one of the things of it is, is this. We have never, ever said, you are not my friend. We have never, we have, we have fought to stay friends. We have fought to be able to be together. We have fought to care for each other. We have fought to do this. And I believe that this is a time like no other time. Like this is what the body of Christ is. It is not. It's like when uh, we had separated and hadn't seen each other a while. I was going in one direction and she was going in another direction. And I think the, what it was is, is a, um, some kind of a misunderstanding. But when we started to talk again, when she saw, she says, I, I, want to, I, I want to ask you for your forgiveness. I said, for what? For what? You haven't done anything? Yes, but no, 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 no. And I started, what we started to do is to talk about different things that we had done together and all of that. And all of a sudden, all that other mess, because I couldn't even remember. There is no way in the world that I'm going to walk around remembering stuff that is old. And that means that was five minutes ago, two hours ago, yesterday, last week, last month. Uh, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or whenever it was. Why is that? Because I live in a constant place of forgiveness. Nope, God's forgiven me, I forgive you. God's forgiven me, I've forgiven you. God's forgiven me, I forgive you. Oh, God has forgiven me, so I definitely forgive you. This is the only way that women are going to come together. This is the only way that women and men are going to come together. This is the only way that women and men, boys and girls, are going to come together. This is the only way that the kingdom of God is going to come together, the ecclesia, so that we can stand, so that we can sit in these senate seats in the third heaven and do what it is that we're to do. There's the only way that the power of God is going to manifest itself is when we realize something, that we have been our own worst enemy. Can nobody hurt me but me. Why is that? Because here it is. I walk around and I expect you to do this. I expect you to act this way. I'm putting expectations on you that God doesn't even do. God just expects me to believe his word if I say I belong to him. If I say, if I say, if I say that I'm in the family of Christ, if I say that, then i got to start to look and act like my father. Do you understand? We have to start to choose. I choose your word, Lord. I choose your word. I choose to be like you. Wow. He exalts his word even above his name. When are we going to do that? I don't exalt his word above my name. That means my reputation. That means who I think I am. That means what I think I deserve. That means how people treat me. That means how I treat others. That means all of it. He exalts his word above his name. His word says to forgive. I'm not bringing them back. Okay. Okay. He says to 
see, this, this, is, this is what we, we, we've taken it, and here it is. Okay, I'll take this spiritual, I'll take this spiritual thing, and, but then I've got to bring it down to the carnal thing because I have to protect myself. They have to protect me, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the way we have to do things, see? Well, what did Jesus say? Well, what do I do when my brother does this to me? Do I forgive him seven whole times <laughs> today? I mean, he messed up seven times today. Do I forgive him seven? Seventy times seven. Seventy times seven today. Seventy times seven tomorrow. If God, if God, if Jesus, if the Spirit of God poof, would leave me because I blew it, because I was I was unfaithful to him in whatever way, because I, I hurt him, because I acted a certain way, if he did that to me, where would I be? If he did it to you, where would you be? So therefore, he says he's my protector. You mean I'm just supposed to lay myself there and let this happen? I'm supposed to let somebody talk to me like that? I'm supposed to let somebody, let somebody. Oh, he says, hmm. Perfect love, let me see, will dig out the root of fear. Soft answer. Say, tell us in that word, he says, those who despitefully use you. Now, that takes care of the prejudice card, the color card, the black card, the white card, the Asian card, the Mexican card, all those other ones there. That takes care of the bigotry and the prejudice. Let's see. What are the other things? Everything is in the Word of God. Everything is in the Word of God. You know, I was listening, I was looking at some of the words, some of the things that were spoken. And uh, acknowledgement happened. And I was really looking at the fact that on the 13th day is the day that Israel gave up land for peace. Never got the land. And we were a part of that. Many people had that so many people were hungry here, were hungry there. But the way that I went through this thing, God had that day picked. Because it's a reminder of his promises for me constantly. Never Never take the easy way out. Be willing to go through what is necessary. In order to go through anything that's necessary, you gotta stay so close to me. You gotta have my word hidden in your heart, hidden in your mouth. You got to be willing. That mean I don't get a chance to preach to you about it. <laughs> Everything I do is fun. I make sure of it, though. And every
thing that I do, I am determining that everything I do has to have a purpose. It has to have a purpose, and it has to have a purpose that trumps even the things that I want. Actions and all of these things. Am I perfect with it? Far from it, honey. Far, 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 far from it. But what happens is this: I'm getting closer and closer and closer. I mean, I was really. I mean, I, I was. I, I, I was miles from it. I ain't miles from it no more. It's, it's, it's beginning to come. And here was one of the things Apostle Gary said: this. The Bible tells us in the Book of John, verse one twenty one, that even our beloved and he uh, who seeks the validation, and, and he was one that sought the validation of the Father. We're always seeking validation. Here is how we get the validation. Follow the word of God. See, what happened in heaven when God said, I, I called you into this office. I have put inside of you the ability to go through the necessary things in order to walk in this office. I had an apostle call me today. And he was talking about the fact that he wished he, he and his wife, who's a prophet, that they had been uh, uh, really aware of what was going on, that he would have loved to have been in, uh, at, at this, at this uh, gathering, at this ceremony, at this uh, celebration, at this acknowledgement, whatever. And uh, I wanted to know why. And he says, you know, there are many people with titles. But here it is. I see the substance. I saw the substance, and I decided that I want you in our lives. I want relationship with you because it's quality and it's real. Why is that? It's one of the things that I'm going to suffer. No, I'm going to take no account of any wrong suffered. See, when you start to walk like that, then you start to walk in a, in a manner where here it is, your life is not your own anymore. Recognize that your life is something precious unto God, and it was bought, bought, not being paid for, not being bought, but it's already bought and paid for through what it is that Yeshua HaMashiach has done. And then when you step into him by stepping into his word and letting his word be the ruler of your heart. You see, if the word is the ruler of my heart, then I can't get offended. If the word of God is the ruler of my heart, then I can't get embarrassed. If the word of God is the ruler of my heart, then I can't say, I can get angry, but I don't sin by holding it to that person. You know, see, the thing, the thing of it is, is this. If somebody kills somebody, they're going to have to pay in the natural. But the whole thing of it is, is this. God has already paid the price for that person killing that person. He says, thou shalt not murder. You know, that you, you, you don't murder. But, I mean, many times what we do is we murder people with our tongues. And that in itself is the way that the adversary gets to us. 
he makes us think that it's not that bad. I haven't done this. I haven't done this. We start to compare sin. We start to compare what it is that we've done. Well, I haven't done what they did. They did this. They did this. They did this. No, baby, it's all a heart thing. And and, and during this time, during this ready to go into 2021, and you don't know what it, you and I don't know what it might have, whether President Trump goes back in for a second uh, uh, term, whether uh, Mr. Biden and, 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 and Ms. Harris get in, whatever it is, whether there's, whether all of them are thrown out, whether they all die, whatever it is that happens. There are things that are going to happen. The kingdom of God is still going to go on. And we're going to have to learn how to live in the kingdom of God because when we learn to live in the kingdom of God, the things of this world will grow dim, strangely dim, in the light of who he is. What do you mean by that, Dr. Baker? I'm glad you asked. Okay, what it means is this. We will start to see the kingdom of God so bright. We will start to live in the kingdom and under the kingdom rules and under the king's king's authority, we will start to live in that place until the things that are going on in this world, they will seem like they're another world because they will be. They will not have that effect on us. That's what I'm pushing for. You understand? That's what I'm pushing for because I'm not all the way there. How do I know that? Because I have anxiety about some stuff. And, oh, my God, he says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, in with prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, what prayer? The word of God. What supplication? God, help me to live in this word, thanksgiving. I thank you that you have already overcome this because the greater one lives on the inside of me, and I can do this because you are the strength that's on the inside of me, and your word is the strength for me. I have your word. I have it hidden in me. Your word is hidden in me, so it comes up when necessary, and what happens is this, is I take every thought. I got I have to take all of those thoughts, and I have to take them, and I have to judge them, and I have to judge them as illegal. I have to judge them as incapable uh, 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 in, in of controlling my life. I have to judge them like he would judge them. I have to judge them as false. I have to judge them as a lie. I have to judge them the way he would judge them. Then my peace comes. Then my peace is there. But it doesn't, you know, these are things that have that, that need to happen like that because the more I think about those things, the worse it gets for me. The more I think about that, and then I'm thinking, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in dying before I complete my purpose. There's many things that I have to do in this earth, and that's the reason that I'm still here. But the thoughts go by, oh, why am I even here? Why am I even here? Why, you know, you know, I woke up and, you know, this is happening, so, you know, okay, I get to go to the bathroom. Okay. I don't even know if I want to eat today. I don't think I want to eat. But, um, what's the use? Okay, nighttime is here. You know, okay, it's daytime now. Now it's, the daytime went too fast. Okay, now it's night again. Going through all of this stuff. And he says, well, what did you do to accomplish what I gave you to accomplish today? 
spend time finding out what it was that you were to accomplish today? What did you accomplish? And I looked some days and I said, I accomplished everything that I could do. Really, really want to obey him. You really want to put his word first. Morning, I'm just going to give you a little uh, 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 picture of my day today. Okay, I get up this morning, I have 5 a.m. prayer, and I listen to the praise of the kids are off and I stand down on my and I listen to that, and, and then I was starting to work on some real estate things, oh, reading, uh, reading, and then I read the word, parts of it, I didn't finish all my reading, but at any rate, I read, and all of a sudden, I just decided, oh, wow, okay, I'm going to go on the Zoom call. 10 a.m. Zoom call. And I started listening to this Zoom call. And all of these things started to happen. And my, my whole being started to be, be fed and started to come alive. And then my purpose, my assignment, my destiny, all these people, all of these things, these nations, office that I'm in, the anointing within, started to connect with the things of God. And life came to faith started to started to come. Really, here it is, right on time. It had been tomorrow at 10 o'clock when uh, 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 when, when a client of mine called and, and, and all of that to see about getting there, uh, going for a property or whatever it is, it would have been too late. Because I followed his plan, everything went according to, to, to his plan. Uh, the thing that, that I had done, now this was really an interesting thing. I wrote an offer, I'm a real estate broker also. I wrote an offer, I think it was on Friday for a Everything went through, all the things that was notified, here it was, signed, everything. But the agent never got it because I believe if they had got it, they would have probably accepted the offer. And here it is, my client asked me about it today, and so I called him and he says, I never received it. He says, I never got the offer. Would you resend it? And so I tried to find the paperwork, tried to do, well, certain things in, in our newfangled things, certain things you can only get to come up on an iPad or an iPhone. You know, those kind of things on the on the computer stuff. You can't get it on the regular computer because signatures won't show up. At any rate, so I contact and 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 we ha ended up having to shift. And so it was like she really wanted to. They went and wanted to buy this other property. So I I talked to the agent and told him, look, they're more interested in the property down the street than your property. And yeah, well that one's going to go for really high. Okay, well that's all right. We're gonna we're gonna go for it anyway. And if that's not what it is that she wants, then I'll call you back. So anyway, we were able to get everything done. Here it is. I was having some difficulties with being able to go to the WWHTTSTs and all that kind of stuff. However it is, you go on that that the uh, 
club or whatever. At any rate, I don't know why you got to have hips before you go into all of that kind of stuff, HTP, all of that stuff. So at any rate, my daughter called, not the pastor, but my daughter. And so I, I, still, I sent her a picture of what it was I was trying to get on. And she says, oh, it's MLS. Well, no wonder I couldn't get it because I'm putting in an MIS. any rate, so she gets on and she says, oh, well, this is simple. And I think, okay, thank you. See, humility. Humility. I mean, you know, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, here it is. You big real estate person can't even read this. Right, you put your glasses on so you can see that's an L instead of an I, okay? At any rate, so get through, get all of these things done, get it all done before my next Zoom call with the other apostles this evening. Got all of that done, the Zoom call end right in time for me to get dressed and to be able to get on. So I know this is a divine appointment, and I know that I'm here to give you what it is that you're to have. And uh, I'm about finished. Are there any questions? If there's any questions, I can answer them. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to be gone until after Christmas. And um, is there, are there any calls? I, I see them going back and forth. So is there any questions? Oh. Um, uh, yes. Um, can you elaborate on the January 30th? Oh, January 30th of that. Um, I, I, uh, what it is is on the 30th, Apostle Hall and, um, and Apostle Maritoni. Hold on, let me see. I have a. What they're going to do. Uh, I think. Uh, they're going to come uh, while Pastor Longine is looking for this thing because I, I understand. I do understand this iPad, you know, I all this stuff. Sometimes you just go on the phone and you just see the face. It's, it's, not my, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. Did you get it? Uh, what it is is that they're coming and they're going to talk about different things in the um, uh, apostolic and the different ways that um, that we are to 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 walk and how it is. Uh, uh, how, you got it. Okay. All right. Let me just read you this. Thank you so much for returning my call. I'm so happy that we're able to do the prophetic teaching in your Zoom call, Pastor Longine says. Uh, please save the date, 1-30-21, last Saturday, 9 a.m. worship starts, 10 a.m. prophetic teaching starts, 1 to 2 prophetic activation, okay, and uh, 2 o'clock the end of it. Um, okay, uh, what it is is this. There will be prophetic teaching and uh, apostolic prophetic teaching. And um, I, I think he will probably go about four subjects or, or whatever. And then there will be activations. What is an activation? An activation is 
impartation that uh, uh, here it is, that people that are ready to receive and walk at that uh, dimension of obedience, it's all about obedience, walk at that dimension of obedience, will be able to understand more of what it is, understand better, I should say, of what it is that God wants to do and how it is that he wants to do it. But what, uh, uh, what we have to do, what people need to do, is to prepare for a place of obedience, to pre prepare uh, um, in, in that by, by staying prayed up, praised up, read up, and fasted up in the spirit. We will end our fast that morning. So we will have been on a fast for, what, 15 days or something of that nature, uh, because we start on our fast on the 16th, I think, of uh, January. And so we will have been on the fast, so we will be fasted up, prayed up, praised up, and, 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 and read up. And, and that, that helps to prepare you, and obedient stuff, I should say. And what that does, it, pre it prepares you for what God is going to speak into you. It won't be a lot of individual words or things of that nature, but it's what God is speaking to the corporate body so that the body can come together so that we can walk in one heart, with one heart and one, one direction, and uh, uh, being able to, to work at the thing of, kind of, of getting rid of, well, this is the way I see it, this is the way I see it, because it will be uh, what's going to be so that we can walk in the mind of Christ, walk in the mind of Messiah, because Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. So the impartation will be the spirit of prophecy himself, will be imparting into us with whatever room that we have given it to. Because we are the tabernacle. The tabernacle is Jesus. He says, I go away to prepare a place for you. And when I come, I mean, I go away. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. Well, where is the house? The house. We are the mansions. We are the building. We are that. It's not mansions in heaven when we go to heaven. It is mansions here on earth. Whatever room you make in him is how big your mansion is. So uh, uh, the tabernacle is Jesus, and we and Jesus is on the inside of us. So it's us beginning to look like him. It's us beginning to operate as him. It's us beginning to walk as him in the earth. That's what the impartation is for. That's what the impartation is about. Just as the ceremony that we all went through on the 13th when we were there, it's, it's uh, so that the love of God, that the manifestation of the love of God, which is our apostle and our high priest, that that would be able to be seen more through this body of people, through this vessel, through all of the vessels that walk in that. The apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, the ecclesia, the, the, uh, the saints of God. I got this scratching of my nose. I don't know why. That's what I'm doing is scratching my nose because it just keeps itching. Anyway, the outside. Okay. Anyway, uh, uh, what, what it is is that we'll be walking in that. We'll be able to receive that. So this is the reason that I say people need to come prayed up, praise up, read up, fasted up. If you're coming just to be a bystander, I would say don't come because you will be a hindrance to the others. Uh, one of the things I had gone to, uh, one of the, the, the meetings that I had gone to right before that Friday, before uh, uh, the 13th, which was the 11th, I guess. Um, at any rate, what happened was this. There was impartations that were going to happen, but the people had not prepared themselves. The people were not ready. So that they, it would have been 
like casting the pearls before swine, they would not have been able to receive it. I mean, there was a few people there. I mean, there were some people there that could have received impartation, but the others, I mean, the others hindered it. So this is why I tell people, if you're not truly going to come and be praised up and praised up, and, I mean, praised up, prayed up, and, and read up and fasted up and open for the things of God, don't come. I mean, you know, it's okay. Don't come. Why is that? If you're going to come with an attitude, I'm just going to come and see what God, what they're going to do. No, 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 no. You are would be a hindrance. You would be a hindrance to what it is that God wants to do. You come. God, I'm expecting. I'm expecting Jesus to manifest in ways in me, in the areas in me in which he has not manifested before. I'm expecting for the perfect love of Jesus to enter into places that have not been available to him before, to you before Jesus. I'm expecting you to show yourself in me, to, to expand me, to make this temple, this temple that you went away. We see, when he went away, when he says, I go away, to prepare a place for you, and where you go, I will be. Well, here it is. He sent the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God is on the inside of us. And who is he doing? Who is he talking about? He's talking about Jesus and how we can walk as Jesus in the earth. So I, I hope that helps uh, for whoever the people are that wanted to know that. Uh, uh, did that answer the question? Did that help? That's about all I know about, uh, uh, about it. Uh, all I know is how to prepare for it. And, and what it is, and then to start to pray for the for the uh, team and the teaching. Start to pray for Apostle Gary Hall and Apostle Maritoni and those that are going to present and those that are going to be there. Just start to intercede and to pray for it, that we will all be in unity, that we'll all be in, in one place. And those that uh, will be able to uh, be online, it will be a closed thing. But we will uh, we will be able to have it so those in New York and, and other places that are a part of our body can be able to be a part of that because there is no distance in the spirit. So um, it's not where they will be left out or anything. So um, yeah, that was helpful. Okay, well I'm so glad. At any rate, uh, I will see. Uh, was there another question? I, I saw a finger go up. Okay, I said on Sunday that I would elaborate, elaborate just a little bit on the tithe. Okay, I just did. That's <laughs> <laughs> it, I got it. Okay, all right. <laughs> that was a little bit. Okay, here it is. I want you to recognize something. You know, many times we've, we've and I've preached it wrong before too, all of us are growing in the body of Christ, and this is one of the things that there's some stuff that I've taught before that I pray that those tapes, <clears throat> I pray that those tapes and those CDs and those cassettes and whatever they are, that they get burned up forever. I think as some of the notes that I have written, even the things that happen, okay, even the books that I've written, there's only been a couple. Uh, there are things that my, excuse me, my understanding of it is greater now than it was then, okay? Even Pastor Lonjean, her book, Kingdom 101, her understanding of the kingdom has grown. So in that, you know, I talked to Apostle Cal, his book, 
uh, Alpha and Omega, his book uh, uh, Hubris, uh, all of that, which means some, um, um, uh, um, has grown and, and, and all of that. We all grow from glory to glory. We all grow. But one of the things that I found out about the past is that how we have presented to time is really unfair to people. Number one is this. In the New Testament, 100% of everything belongs to God. But even in, in and, and Jesus talked about the tithe. Jesus talked uh, uh, about the tithe, you know, that they ought to tithe and get a little set. Okay. But when, uh, who was it, Philip, and then Ananias and Sapphira, was it Barnabas? I'm sorry, Barnabas. He stole everything that he had. Now, he was a priest, okay? He was a priest, so he should not have sold, he shouldn't have had property in the first place, but he shouldn't have sold his property. But when he sold his property and gave everything and put it at the apostles' feet, okay, that took it so that 100% of everything belonged to God. Boom. But God is still allowing us to deal in the realm with the tithe. And as it is, what it is is that that is building, you know, that, that, that fence that was around uh, uh, Job, as we talked about, that's building a fence between you and the adversary. It has nothing to do with paying God. God is not, uh, 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 he, he is not holding you hostage. He is not keeping you from the blessing. He is not keeping the windows of heaven from uh, 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 folding out and pouring out on you. It's the adversary that we give him no place. We give him no opportunity. What it is is that it's like the blood. It's like the trust. I trust God and I push you back. I trust God with my finances and I push you back. I trust God. It's pushing back, pushing back, way back. It's that kind of a thing. So your the tithe, God's tithe that you present unto him, you're saying, I trust God, baby. I trust God. And with this offering, this first fruit offering, and this other offering, I trust God. Devil, can't you see? Can't you see, world? I trust God. I'm not dependent upon what I make. I'm not dependent upon this. I trust God. So it puts him to silence. You see, because his, his uh, 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 the Bible says that the adversary, he's the accuser of the brothers. They don't trust you. Look at what they do. Look, they don't trust you. They don't trust you. They don't trust you. They don't trust you. They don't trust God. They don't trust God. So I have a right to do this. I have a right to do this. I have a right to challenge this. I have a right to challenge this. This is what it is that he does. You can find it in the word of God. And when I teach on tithes, when I go through all of this, probably sometime next year. I don't know. I, I'm not going to be promising all this stuff because stuff comes out of my mouth and then I promise. And then I have to have somebody remind me what it is that I promise because I teach on more than one one place. And so, uh, but as it is, I think that this is important enough to get into so that you can realize that that 10% and and uh, that twenty percent, and that fifteen, that fifteen and twenty and thirty and fifty percent, and whatever it is, God would like to have it so that you would be able to give ninety nine percent, and He would like to have it so that He's able to bless to the degree that the adversary is out of your life to the degree that one percent would be greater than anything that you ever experienced. And that's my goal. 
actually my goal is to be able to give 100% and then uh, uh, just live off the, the, the interest. But that's where I am. That's where I'm going. That's what I want. In other words, I 100% trust that God will provide for me. As you do, as you do the residue of what it is that you do. Because I work in order to give. I work in order to give. I work in order to give. I do the real estate because I like to do it. I do the counseling because I like to do it. I do this because so that I can have more to give. So, and uh, I know that you're going to be the one that gives me more. So I hope that that, that helped also. Is that, is that good? What's that? That's who I am, a cheerleader. I'm a cheerleader in the house of God. That's what Emmanuel Planet Station said. I'm a cheerleader in the house of the Lord. Oh, is there somebody, what, anything else before I? Yes, there's one more question. Okay, you got to say it louder. There's one more question. How, How do I trust God for a nation? How do you trust God for a nation? Thank you. Trust God, and uh, if you're if you're a, a woman, the Bible says that he that finds a wife finds a good thing and favor with the Lord. That's for the man because God will lead. And it says for a woman that what we do is we focus on God. And God says, I supply everything that is needed in the time that it is. I will bring forth everything that there is for you. Number one, um, you know, I, I, I think that uh, what, what's happening is God is protecting the mate from you and protecting you from the mate at this point in time. Because if that's your focus, okay, if that is your focus, then what it is is that you're in a needy situation. You're not in a situation where a person is able to come to you. I would focus more on becoming whole. And as you become whole, then I guarantee you what's going to happen is what's for you will come to you. Like there will be a shift in your life. It's just like that there was a shift in our lives. And what's happening is people are coming that I, I mean, <clears throat> I don't understand why all of these people are calling because then what happens is this, when that shift happens, then you will become attractive to that person and that person will become attractive to you. It will may not be anything about the physical realm. And see, that's the whole thing. People are looking, they got their, their list down, they got all of that stuff. That used to be something that God would honor because of the immaturity of the church. But he said this in these last days, if you're married, don't live like you are. If you're not married, don't seek to be married. Why is that? As we focus on him, he's going to bring all of these things together. He is going to work with you for the marriage. He is going to be in the center of that. If you're not married and he, he brings that thing, he will bring it. It will be it 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 will be effortless. So work on your allow him to work on getting the areas in you so that there can be you can be so full of love 
the love of God, that you can love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength, and you'll be able to love that mate as you love yourself because you will be able to receive God's love and to receive it. It's, it's not time to have to go into this thing where here it is, now I got to get whole, he's got to get whole, she's got to get whole, all of these things. Allow God to do that work in you right now. And I guarantee you he will draw those things. He will draw those things to you. He will draw the right people to you. You know, would I desire to be married again? Of course. Not again, but, you know. But at any rate, uh, but I'm not looking. I am not looking. What I am is this. I'm preparing me for the kingdom position that God has me in. And if I prepare me, God prepares everything that it is that I need. He says this. He says, prepare yourself. Allow me to prepare you, and I will bring everything that you need. So I hope that helps. Did that help that person? Okay, well, we're about out of time, and uh, I want to give you, this is a couple of days before Christmas. I want to wish, I want to not wish you anything. I want to decree a happy, blessed, whole uh, uh, Christmas upon you, and uh, the other thing I'd like to do is to give you an opportunity to put into this ministry, which is www.mtemink.org, and if you receive out of it, then uh, uh, release something in the gift. Exactly. Um, you know, um, at any rate, so I gave you the address, and I'm going to go now, and I dressed up all in green for you, and I didn't have any red to put on, but I'm sure that my tree behind you, that's, that's blinking and all of that, and I want you to know that I love you, and I am so humbled, I am so honored that you allow me to come in your home from my home. Um, I, I, I know that whatever it is and whatever it is that you have planned for me, that I will have definitely done it. The fullness of God and the empowerment of God to live the kingdom life that you believe you can live. And worry, sweating the small stuff, the big stuff, or any of those things. To worry about the presents or any of those Enjoy God. Enjoy the Word of God, and He'll bring the right people to you. So I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. And I'll be back next time, right before New Year's, to tell it like it is.